The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Welcome to today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Our topic today is all about poor posture while standing. I first want to say that poor posture is super common for a lot of people, not just people with multiple sclerosis. However, I really wanted to talk about this today because poor posture for someone with MS can actually lead to more fatigue, more difficulty walking, more tightness and spasticity. So many current symptoms from MS can worsen from poor posture. So it is a really important topic and I'm going to give you one of my favorite ways to analyze what might be causing your poor posture in addition to exercises and other strategies that you can implement into your day to improve your posture. Before I dive into that, I am going to actually ask myself one of our interviewed pod deck questions. If you've been tuning in for a bit now to our Missing Link podcast, you'll know that this is something I ask all of my guests. And I actually, I just feel like I was having a little bit of FOMO. So I wanted to answer one of these random questions. This is an interview pod deck with just tons of crazy questions to help my listeners get to know my guests and now me a little bit better beyond MS and beyond our special team expertise. So I'm just going to shuffle these cards and pick a random question. All right. My question is, which celebrity do you think is a positive role model for kids today? I think Alicia Keys. She's the first person coming to my mind right now. I think she's a really great role model for, for many reasons, but the reason she popped into my mind right now is because over the last several years, she stopped wearing makeup publicly. And I know she was on The Voice. She led one of the awards shows and she doesn't wear makeup. And I really love that. I think there's so much out there that makes kids, specifically females and young girls, but anyone feel like they need to be a certain way and be someone that they're not. And they try to dress up or, or be this person that's not normally them because they think that they'll fit in better. So I really like that Alicia Keys comes off as someone who is just authentic to herself. She doesn't wear makeup because she doesn't want to and doesn't feel the pressure to. So I really like that. I think that she's a positive role model for kids. Okay, leading to our topic. So let me first say that most people think that poor posture is caused from back pain. And sorry, not back pain, 
back weakness and well, back pain can lead to poor posture as well, but back weakness is for sure one cause of poor posture, but other times it's something completely different. It's not back weakness at all, but rather related to your hip flexors and your hamstrings and endurance versus strength. So the first thing that's really important to do when it comes to poor posture while standing is assess the cause. Because if you know the cause, you can know exactly which exercises to do to help with your posture because the wrong exercises, even though they're good for you, they're not gonna help with your posture. So here's what to do. I hope you're listening closely. So the best and quickest way to be able to tell what the cause is of your poor posture is to ask yourself, how am I standing? Am I standing slouched with a rounded back or is my back flat and I'm just standing in a more hinged position where I am hinging forward from my hips, but my back is flat. Those are two completely different reasons and different causes of poor posture. So we're going to get into both of those right now. So if you are the former, if you answered that question by saying, Dr. Gretchen, I am standing in a very slouched way. My back is really rounded. And I know that that's the way that I'm standing. Then for you, the cause is actually back weakness. And this can be weakness in your upper back, your middle back, your lower back. It can actually be weakness from your core as well. And so exercises that you can do if you have the posture of slouching are exercises where you stretch the front side of your upper body and strengthen the back side. So what I mean by this would be pectoral stretches, stretching your pec muscles in the front of your body where your shoulders are. Because if the front of your body is tight, it's going to round your shoulders forward and promote slouching. So we want to stretch the front side to really open up our shoulders. And in order to do that, we also need strength in our upper back. So we want to strengthen the muscles between our shoulder blades. Those are called the rhomboids. One of my favorites is just practicing sitting up tall and squeezing your shoulder blades together, hold for about three to five seconds, and then slowly release. And you can do that maybe five, 10, 15 times. It's important to know that both of these exercises are equally important. You can do a lot of upper back strengthening exercises and get a lot of strength there. But if the front of your body, if the pec muscles are still tight, well, then you're not going to be able to use that strength throughout your day because your pecs are so tight, preventing that movement. Similarly, if you do a lot of pec stretching, you might be able to get into a tall, upright, straight posture, but you're not going to be able to stay there very long because your back muscles aren't strong enough to keep you there. The stretching of the front and the strengthening of the back is what you need to be doing if you are the person who stands or even sits with a rounded and slouched posture. Now, if you are the latter, if you're the person that said, Dr. Gretchen, I know that I am standing and my back is flat, I am just hinged forward. That is completely different. What that means is that your cause of poor posture is actually tightness in your hip flexors and weakness 
in the muscles in the back. So kind of similar to the slouching exercises, but we're going to move it down further. So we still want to stretch the front and strengthen the back. But in this case, we want to stretch our hip flexors. When our hip flexors are tight, it physically puts us into a hinged position. So if you can stretch your hip flexors, that will allow you to come up into a taller standing position. If you have tight hip flexors, it literally prevents that movement. So stretch those hip flexors out. There's lots of different ways that you can do hip flexor stretches. My favorite is when you're laying on a couch or a bed and one leg is hanging off the edge and you should be able to feel the stretch in the quad or the hip flexors. This exercise is in the missing link. So if you're listening to this and you're part of our online MS membership, the missing link, definitely check that one out. But you can also do it standing. You can also do it laying on the ground or laying on your side. There's lots of different positions. So stretching the hip flexors. And then secondly, as I mentioned, you want to strengthen the backside. So this would be strengthening your glutes, strengthening your hamstrings. When the muscles on the back are stronger, it will pull you up into this taller position. And similar to the slouching, you have to do both. You can work a ton on stretching your hip flexors. However, if you don't have the strength to hold your body in an upright position, then you have more flexibility, but you can't really use it. And on the contrary, if you're not focusing on stretching, but instead you're just heavily focused on strengthening the backside, your lower back, your glutes, your hamstrings, you'll have the strength to get up there, but the tightness in the front won't allow you to get into that tall position. So. The reason I'm harping on this is because improving your posture has to be a combination of stretching one side of your body and strengthening the other side. But as you can see, if your posture is a slouched posture, that's going to be stretching and strengthening the upper part of your body, but basically shoulders to mid back. But if you are more hinged, it's not really your back at all. Your back is flat, which means you've got good strength. You've got good endurance there. It's your hips that are causing this. So you need to stretch and strengthen the hip area. Now, flexibility and strength are two big components, but endurance is another component. Once you have the flexibility and strength to get into the proper posture, you then need to work on endurance. Otherwise, you might be the type of person that says, yeah, I'm getting stronger and I'm getting more flexibility. I can now get to a tall standing position, but I can only stay there for 20 seconds. And just know that that's true. That is part of the process, but it's not a bad thing. You just have to also work on endurance. So this means that you should be focusing on strengthening those muscles with more repetitions and fewer rest breaks. If you get stuck in the habit of, let's just say maybe 10 repetitions, three sets. So you do 10 repetitions and you take a break. Then you do 10 more, then take a break. And then 10 more and then take a break. You'll get a lot of strength and endurance for just the amount of time that it takes you to do 10. But if you try to do 15 or 20, you'll find that your muscles don't have the endurance to hold you up for that long. So practice higher repetitions or longer holds. 
So let's just use the example that I gave you earlier of squeezing your shoulder blades back towards each other. There's a few ways you can do this. Instead of doing 10 repetitions, then you do 15 or 20 or 25 or 30 or 50. So just more repetitions. The second way that you can improve your endurance here is keep the same number of repetitions, but at a longer hold. Initially, I had said to squeeze for anywhere between three and five seconds. Well, the stronger you get, maybe try to squeeze for eight seconds and then 10 seconds and then 15 and 20 and 30. How long can you squeeze for it? That's also working on endurance. So now with these tools, you'll have the flexibility and the strength to get you into a proper posture. And then you'll also have endurance to keep this posture over a longer period of time. So this way you can stand and talk to a friend, stand and do the dishes, stand and brush your teeth without that posture creeping back in where you're starting to slouch or starting to hinge. The last thing that I wanted to mention too is you can practice this in sitting first. So sitting in a chair, sitting in a couch, it's gonna be a little bit easier if you have a firm surface versus a soft surface. But sometimes when your muscles are weak, it can be really challenging to start strengthening them in a standing position, specifically if you are the person that slouches when you're standing. Let me also say that some people have both, you're slouching and you're hinged, in which case now you just have more exercises to do. So when you're starting in a seated position, my favorite way to work on this is sit up nice and tall away from the back of your chair. If you're leaning up towards the back of your chair, that means that you are using the chair for support, not your core muscles for support. And then see how long can you sit up tall? At first, maybe you can only sit up tall with good quality for 30 seconds. But as you work on it, that will become 35 seconds, then 40 and 45, and eventually it will be a few minutes that you're staying up tall. So you can start it in a seated position if that's easier for you. And also when you are sitting, particularly if you are the person who is hinging forward, I want to encourage you to take note of how you sit throughout the day. If you have a phone in front of you or a laptop or a computer in front of you and you're sitting in front of it, are you hinging forward towards that item, the laptop, the phone, the tablet? If you are hinging forward, that is shortening your hip flexors. Just being in that position is shortening them. It's tightening them. So be aware of the position that you're in and opt to sit up tall. Or if you are the hip hinger, I would even prefer you to recline. So lean for a little bit further backwards just to get some more space in your hip flexors. And lastly, regardless of which exercises you feel sound true to you and what you're dealing with, I would highly encourage you to do these exercises multiple times throughout the day. And the reason I say that is because if you do this, you're training your brain that you want to be able to activate these muscles at any time, not just at one point during the day. So if you're the type of person that you like to do all your exercises all at once, that's great. But when it comes to posture, your brain remembers what you do more of. Even if you do get good strength and good flexibility, if you're constantly slouching because you're just forgetting to sit up tall, well, you're training your body that slouching is okay. 
and that slouching is what you want because that's what you're continuing to do. So I'd encourage you to make these exercises a habit throughout your day so that A, you can activate these muscles whenever you want to, and B, you create the habit of reminding yourself to sit up tall because sometimes you have the strength, you have the flexibility, you just forget. And so by reminding yourself throughout the day, maybe with a post-it note that's on your remote control or your laptop or your phone somewhere around you. And every time you see the post-it note, it reminds you to sit up tall and to use those muscles. So do what you got to do, but try your best to do these throughout the day. It's going to be great for your body and for habit building. Lastly, if you are looking for more specific guidance and more video-based content, I do have a program called the Total Core Program. This is where I recorded videos of my favorite core exercises for people with MS. And strengthening your core, of course, will help improve your posture for sure, regardless whether it's a slouched posture or a hinged posture. But a stronger core will also improve your mobility, low back pain, upper back pain, movement in any way, shape, or form. So it's a really great program. It comes with videos of each of the exercises and demonstrations of the exercises, as well as PDF handouts so that you can bring them with you if you're traveling anywhere. So that program, again, is called the Total Core Program. It's a one-time charge of $29 lifetime access. So if you do need more guidance, check that out. The link will be in the show notes below. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you love this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast.